Now, I remember seeing the uh, the, the MacGruber uh, film and thought it was tremendously funny. And and uh, but, but the show was not a mainstream success, was it? No, it 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 was uh, it did not do very well at the box office. Yeah. We were very proud of it. But, uh, yeah, it, it just didn't, it, people didn't go see it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so now you're in uh, Nebraska. And, yes. and what I'm thinking is, and by the way, what a lovely piece of work this oh, is. Oh, thank you very much. And, and uh, you do a great job of this. So now maybe when people will see this, it will revive a MacGruber. I don't know that people will necessarily make that connection. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm doing what I can here. No, I th thank you very much. <laughs> I, I would like to see a resurrection for MacGruber. Ladies and gentlemen, what would we want an old compressor for? I'm Kent Garrison. I'm Brian Gill. And I'm Richard Barden. And this is Mad About Movies. Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Mad About Movies is your go-to show for all things cinema. Every week we talk movie news, rumors, rumblings, and give you a detailed analysis of a chosen movie of the week. But don't worry, we will warn you before we go into spoilers. And please stay tuned till the end of the episode for our weekly recommend segment in which we each suggest something that you need to check out as soon as possible. And remember, you can find all our episodes at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. And remember to leave a five-star review on iTunes. This week's movie of the week is what, Brian? Alexander Payne's Nebraska. This is Woody Grant. We are now authorized to pay $1 million to Woodrow T. Grant, Billings, Montana. This is the sun. You didn't win anything. It's a complete scam. So you got to stop this, okay? I'm running out of time. This is his wife. I never knew the son of a even wanted to be a millionaire. You should have thought about that years ago and worked for it. So this is actually episode one of 50, our state series. <laughs> Took me a second to get where you were we're going. We're doing movies Seth. about states. So this is Nebraska. Does anybody know it's is like, there? It's like that Sufjan Stevens thing where he was going to make an album for each state. There's like the Illinois album and there was a Michigan album. But then he kind of abandoned the whole project. I like that album name, Illinois. Yeah. N-O-I-S-E. Yeah. Yep. Classic. Clever. Uh, awesome. Well, man, Nebraska, guys. We're finally here. Forte, uh, our like, first Forte movie. This is incredible. It's a long time Forte, coming. Forte, Forte, Forte. <laughs> and, man, we've got a lot to talk about. we got a lot to talk about. So I guess no movies, r rumors, rumblings for this episode. Yeah, let's, you, let's you guys get a all, nice bonus episode here tonight. So. Let's keep this episode all, all Forte, and <laughs> and Nebraska. No, Very we'll nice. talk about more than Forte. We do love Forte though. Uh, so, but Gruber is my Forte. I want a shirt that says that. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> I, that would I, be I awesome. Want make, I want to make a shirt that says MacGruber is my Forte. Mad respect. And, you know, besides doing successful things like MacGruber. <laughs> and having your own line of Kias. Uh, <laughs> Will Forte is just an awesome person in general, you can tell. And that's what I like about him. Is that I just want to hang out with him because you he know does. he's funny and awesome. And McGruber's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to argue with me about that, I will meet you at any debating hall 
across the country. <laughs> could you honestly, Richard, if, if you had to, or if you could, mind you, could you write a dissertation? I'm being serious. Could you write a dissertation on why on MacGruber is a good movie? Oh, yeah, I could. Could I you write over 100 pages on that? Mm, I could do 50. <laughs> could you do Could you do 82 pages, one page per minute of the movie? <laughs> yes. Easy. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I'm uniquely qualified to cut that up. You did. That's incredible. That still blows my mind. Uh, you think Monica's happy to be a part of that group? Like... Twelve people went to see MacGruber in theater, and Monica's one of them. That makes me so happy. Do you still have the ticket stub? I, if I could have anything in my life back, it would be the tickets <laughs> to that to prove it. You don't have it, but you didn't go. If you can't, prove I it. have witnesses. I have you know friends and ex girlfriends and lots of people that <laughs> I don't can believe that and that were there with me. And, and a lot of them hate me, but they'll still say <laughs> that I was there. So you know they're pretty good sources. <laughs> True. Good stuff. Well, man, uh, Alexander Payne is back, I guess. Haven't seen him since The Descendants, I believe. Yeah. So um, he's back in action. Uh, Bruce Stern mm. is in this film as well. Thoughts on Bruce yes. Stern, anybody? You know, I, I didn't really catch, I didn't really know that much about Bruce Stern other than I find his daughter insanely boring. Yeah. Um, but I knew he was an actor, and I thought he was a, more of a movie star than he was in his day. I saw, you know, my old man show, Brian, my Sunday morning CBS show. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago, they, or a few weeks ago, they did a Bruce Stern feature. I didn't realize he's kind of always been a crazy character actor type. This is really one of his first pure starring roles. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of known as an actor's actor and, and kind of a, a Buscemi type. You know, someone who's famous, but not certainly a leading man. Uh, and so, that's, a, that's a good comparison. That's, yeah, that's solid. Yeah, and so thanks. And so, uh, I so I, it was. You know, this was kind of my first real experience with him, other than a few small roles. So uh, that was that was really cool. He's he's awesome in this movie. So I'm in the same exact boat, Richard. I thought, like, I thought for sure that Bruce Stern was like a major movie star in the yeah. 60s and 70s, and yeah, really. So Really was not so that was that was an in, I was looking at his IMDb as I was like sitting in the theater you know yeah and uh, I was I was very surprised by that as well yeah yeah me as well I, and he's arguably not the leading man in this I agree I feel like yeah. he was not the leading role uh, but how great was it to see to see Will Forte in this film though let's <laughs> I mean on, on a serious note. I mean, we joke about MacGruber all the time about how much. Let's we love be clear it. that we all love MacGruber. Like no, sometimes. no jokes. We do like MacGruber, <laughs> but we love to talk about how much we love MacGruber as a joke. Yes. Uh, but I mean, in all honesty, this he this was perfectly cast. Yeah, he was awesome, and he was the perfect person for this role. Uh, if you see the movie, you know what I yeah. what I mean. Like you see the trailer, and you're like, oh, Will Forte. I, I don't know if that would work, but when you see the character and when you get to know the character, it's so him. Um, and I love that this character just like is sort of MacGruber. <laughs> like he he sells like stereos and like drives a Subaru Outback. <laughs> like you can totally see MacGruber like doing that on the side, like selling stereos. Like 
Seriously, this one is really good. (laughs) You owe him a bile punk, man. (laughs) But, um, man, I just... (laughs) Brian, how much would you have died laughing? Like, literally, for how long would you have died laughing? And I promise, I I really want to... This is a serious, very good movie, and this is the last MacGruber reference I'll make. But if the movie just starts off, you know, 10, 15 minutes in, it's this sort of dramatic dramedy type piece... And then yeah. Will Forte drives up and it kills his car engine and pulls the stereo out and walks up and starts talking yeah. to his I would have I would have died. And every every old person in the theater would have just been so confused, but man, what a great reference that would have been. Every time he was in his car I was hoping he was gonna pull the stereo out. <laughs> what a, was... How great would it be if the uh, if his if the license plate on his Subaru was KFDR <laughs> All right, All right seriously, done. let's talk about Nebraska. We're, that we're that is one of the best gags ever, that pulling the stereo out of your <laughs> oh, car. So great. It's, so classic. They stick to it so hard. He, yeah. Every scene, every scene, if you look. He cares so theory. much about it. Like, he's, <laughs> this is not getting stolen. Uh, <laughs> and then when Kristen Wiig is impersonating him at the coffee shop, she's holding it. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Oh, it's so God, funny. We got to save this for our, for our movie. I know. I'm so, sorry. I'm so sorry. great. No, you're 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 fine. I understand. Obviously. <laughs> so yeah, in all seriousness, Will Forte is is he's amazing. amazing in this in this film. He is yeah. truly good. Like no one can see this and say he's not good in this it's, in this movie. I don't think people. I don't think people understand if you're not really into comedy like we are. I don't think people understand how hard it is to play the straight man the way that he's that he's doing here, and especially in a movie like this. That I almost think it's harder to play the straight man opposite somebody who's not like Bruce Dern's character is funny because, but it's almost uh, it's it's supposed to be betrayed almost as unintentionally funny. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so hard to to do what, what Forte's doing in this movie and do it consistently and keep going throughout the whole thing. I mean, gosh, this is a major achievement and this is the first serious work that he's ever done. I mean, this is, this is, a, he's spectacular in this movie. Yeah. 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 He really is. He's, it's a really, um, graceful performance. Is that, I mean, that seems like a really pretentious, yeah. act. but it really is. There's like this really kind of quietness and, um, uh, there's just a lot of grace to it, like a very restrained, um, not showboaty performance, and that's a credit to Payne too, I'm sure, as a director. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Forte's, I mean, he's gold, man. I mean, we we might have a, a an actor on our hands, which if it leads to MacGruber too, that's all I care about. But also, <laughs> I'm excited to watch what else he does. I mean, I think he could be a pretty substantial dramatic actor for the next, you know, number of years. Yeah. I really do. I didn't. I didn't believe it till I saw it. Honestly, yeah. and he he has me. He's converted me. I'm a believer now. Uh, I thought black and white was a amazing choice for this movie. I think this movie was beautifully shot in black and white. Maybe the best looking black and white movie I've seen in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely better than like. Um, uh, did you guys see what was the Joss Whedon one that came out? My- much Ado About Nothing. Much Ado. Yeah, did you guys see that? Yeah. No, I, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. This is just way better. I didn't even realize that was in on black the and eyes. white. Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, this, this uh, I thought it, it 
it was Oscar caliber cinematography throughout. Yeah, um, I think Pain is a really underrated underrated visual director. Oh yes, I think yes. his movies always look really good to me. They but do. I have no idea what's good or what's bad. To be fair, so <laughs> uh, but they're always really eye popping to me. He Alexander Payne is such a, a a great director for relationships. Yes, he's the best, arguably. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like Sideways, have you seen that? Yeah, uh, a lot of the same stuff going on. Man, Sideways is such a great film. I watched that before I saw Nebraska, and uh, a lot of similarities there. But I, I just love how you feel a part of the families that he does movies about, like The Descendants. Like mm-hmm. Clooney's family and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shailene Woodley and them, you just feel a part of it. You know, uh, he does such a good. He picks the he picks the perfect scripts. Let's say that. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is an awesome script that I could have shot. You know, uh, it's it's amazing uh, what he does with such simplicity. Uh, he's 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 a he's Cohen Cohen esque. Yeah, he does. Cohen's dramas. In the- I would put him in that category. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's well on his way. You know, he obviously needs quite a few more to kind of get on their level because they've been doing it longer. But you're right. I can see a lot of similarities between those two. I, I, I want to see him do more funny. Like this movie, movie had a lot of funny moments, but I want to yeah. see him do something a little lighter. Like, I mean, Cohen's did Lebowski, for God's sake. But something yeah. like that, you know? I think, you know, he did. The Descendants was written by the guys that did The Way, Way Back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yes. And obviously, it's it's much more serious in the way way back. But I I like to see him work with those guys again on a comedy. Yeah, you know, um, because I think I think that could be really. You're right. I'd like to see him do some. I, but I, you know, I'm a comedy person. I like seeing everybody do something funny. But uh, I think he would do it very well. Yeah, absolutely. maybe he could direct McGruber too. Do you think he could get it made? <laughs> <laughs> I think Forte should direct McGruber too. <laughs> should, should be his vision or his Justin Gordon Levitt. Or doesn't win that. <laughs> he can get Clooney, maybe. <laughs> Clooney's involved, but not in the movie. He just directs it. <laughs> directed by George Clooney. Or get Van Damme or Stallone to direct it. I'd be in. Classic. I'd be in. Okay, uh, Brian, what did you what'd you like about Nebraska? Oh, man, you guys have touched on it. This is one of my what, favorite movies well, of the year, by the way. I didn't say that. I didn't say that yet. I really enjoyed this movie. I really, really did. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think I liked it more than I, honestly, more than I thought I would. Um, I don't think it's, so I don't love, this is a little different, I guess. I don't love Alexander Payne's films. That's not to say I don't appreciate his style or how, I mean, I, I definitely think he's a, a very talented uh, director. And I, you guys are both right. I got a definite uh, Cohen vibe from, from this film, I think more than any of his other films. Um, but I Election, a lot of people love is is okay. Yeah, I, I don't like sh- election. I don't like election. Yeah, at all. Nah, okay, good. Of, that's too teeny. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, there's a man. People love that movie, no, and they I just do. I'm like, eh, I, it's so never really overrated. appealed so to me. Yeah. About Schmidt, I think it's kind of terrible. I've only watched Sideways one time, and I I think I fell asleep halfway through. I I don't. That was the most. Like, I don't know. I probably would enjoy it more now as an actual adult than I was yeah. in I think 2004 or whatever. Very good. If you're going to try it. any of them again, I would, I would try that one again. I'm going to have to give right. that a shot. But I, anyway, I think The Descendants is is a magnificent movie. I saw that. Uh, that was the opening movie for the, the Fort Worth Film Festival in 2011. So I got to see that like a month or a month and a half before. Like we were the first 
screening here. Like we saw it before LA, we saw it before it got released, all that stuff. And I was completely convinced that I had just seen, you know, the best picture winner. And I still kind of can't believe that the artist beat it, but whatever. Um, (laughs) I think that movie is awesome. So I think, I think maybe that's why he did this in black and white. He's like, okay, (laughs) that's what it takes. I was going to say the best black and white film since The Artist, but yeah. I didn't want to acknowledge The Artist ex- right. even existed. Brian, so. should I say it? Or do you want to say it? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. It's your I'll, joke. I don't want to take anything. I'll stand it. by this until I die. The Artist. Greatest silent film of 2011. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I don't think Personally, I think The Descendants is a better movie than Nebraska is. Um, there were little. Sure. There's a lot of scenery chewing here, which can be a good thing. It sometimes it's a bad. I saw it, and I, I have to, like I said, this week has been so tiring, and uh, I was exhausted even like being in the theater. It was hard for me to stay awake a couple of times, not when they're actually, t- but there's. There's a lot of, like, driving through Montana and South Dakota and stuff, and that, man, I, I was having a hard time uh, staying with it. But that could just as easily be the fact that I've had, like, six hours of sleep in the last three days. So that, you know, that could be part of it. Anyway, uh, I, I thought I liked the black and white, and I didn't. I kind of expected that I would either feel like it was a gimmick or it would be obnoxious, but it really fit. Uh, the casting is outstanding. We've talked about Bruce Dern. We obviously we've talked about Forte. Um, June Squibb Kate, plays the yeah, mom, yeah. dude. She's she was great. She was great in this. And stinking Bob see. Odenkirk, dude. Give me Bob Odenkirk in yeah. every movie. Yeah. I don't care what he's doing. I just I love that guy. And Stacy Keach is a is a boss too. Stacey so Keach is awesome. Man, great casting. Um, and really just. The thing that I do love, like about Payne the most, I, I think he just kind of he gets out of the way of his actors and lets just lets them do what they do, and I I very much appreciate that. So, um, bravo for for making this a a really really strong movie and for for putting I think taking some chances on the actors that are here, you know, uh, yeah. and and really letting them showcase what they can what they can do um so you know great job on that front for sure this has got to be a director that i would think this that that pain is a director that actors want to work with because i think he he seems like a guy that um gets the best out of out of his uh, his cast i would i would mm-hmm. say yeah i agree i totally agree um a lot of good gags in this film a lot of a lot of memorable scenes i felt like uh the teeth <laughs> the, the false teeth gag yeah. was very clever, very good scene. Um, the I used to own this place gag was funny. How he kept saying that about every uh, place he would go to. Like he used to run it or own it or something and he would never yeah. remember details or anything. Right. Man, this is such a such a good movie that it sort of touches on a, on a sad subject, the sad reality of the kid taking care of their own parent, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in sort of a humorous way. Uh, the, the audience I saw it with was all adults. I mean, it was very elderly audience. So um, this is very. I compared it to a to like a teenage movie, but I can't think of what I was comparing it to. But it was like an adult version of that. And if I get to it, I'll I'll, I'll try to think of it before the end of the episode. But um, it, yeah, it touches on a lot of. 
um, serious subjects in a lighthearted manner, like alcoholism too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how he kept always going back to the bar, the blinker or any bar that was in sight pretty much. Right. Um, kind of a deep, very deep character for Bruce Stern, but also kind of not at the same time, you know, cause it's kind of like very one dimensional. Uh, but that's, what's so good about it. I think, uh, yeah. like if, if you say, if you say he's a character actor, then I, I have even bigger appreciation for it because it's probably obviously something he's never done before. Uh, so yeah, but I still can't convince myself that he was the lead actor and that Forte wasn't. Forte carried this movie. Like, he really did. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, he was, I mean, not just his acting, his, his character actually carried the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But there was, I, I sort of, I liked the journey with the going to Nebraska, uh, how they would stop at all their friends' houses along the way and everything. Uh, I don't know if this is based on anything. Is this like based on a book or something? Not to my knowledge. Not not to my knowledge either. I, yeah. I, I was just... I think it's an wondering? original screenplay. Which I, I didn't know so they, as well. I didn't think they still made those, but <laughs> I think it is one. Or it's based on a comic. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's a, it's a Frank Miller graphic <laughs> novel. <laughs> okay, that explains it. That's why I got greenlit. Yeah. It's a, yep, yep. Frank thought, Miller and uh, Roger or Alan Moore. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the little two, the two kind of Bash Brother guys. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what they were. Buzz, Buzz from Home yeah. Alone. Was that him? Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, way. He was one of the two. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No wonder I recognized him. <laughs> wow, he's really let himself go. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He still gets work. Dude, we've seen him twice this year. Do you remember what other movie we've seen him in? His name is Devin. Uh, oh yeah, he was in he, R.I.P.D. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was the giant guy with who was wearing the thong. I I doubt Richard was still there at that point. No, but uh, I was well, well, I was, at home, <laughs> I was at home watching Home Alone. <laughs> Good call. That's incredible. Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you: Do you own a small business, or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Well, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh. It's sourced from local farms. And there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now. And they have still, to this day, never let me down. 
offers tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron, blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Incredible that that guy still gets work. I know, dude. It's crazy. Uh, Work Macaulay Culkin doesn't. What kind of world do we live in? It's terrible. Yeah, but I did enjoy those two characters. I thought they were funny. And a good little... uh, uh, That did remind me of Home Alone, actually. (laughs) The two Bash Brothers, or Little Rascals or something, you know? Butch and whatever from Little Rascals movie. Remember that? Yeah. Another Little Rascals mention. Great stuff, yeah. Uh, But... Yeah, I just I, I like those uh, the brother's house, like when he went to his uncle's house or Forte's uncle, and they uh, what was this Uncle Ray was his name? Yeah, they, don't talk. yeah. <laughs> they like hadn't seen each other in like twenty years. Like, sup, Woody? <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> That's like all they say, and, they, and then like the next shot, they just show them asleep on the couch. You know. Uh, I thought that was that was good. What did Strong. you, Richard? What did you like about about this film? What did what did you what did you like that you didn't expect to? Or, or give me some thoughts. Yeah, you know what? This reminded me of a lot. I was watching a really good uh, live theater experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the scenes are set up are kind of um, almost like a play, uh, yeah. and the way and the way that it's paced was a lot like a play. Uh, that was. You know how quiet it is and intimate it is. Um, is you know I, I, a unique experience in, in a world full of you know explosions and CGI, which I sound like you know Grandpa Richard here. But uh, I love that. I love I love the scenery. You know, I, you guys know I spent some time in Montana, and uh, and that whole like um, area is really special to me, and uh, I loved watching. The scenery of it. I really love Stacey Keach's performance as this sort of villainous guy. He's an actor I really love and I've always really liked um, watching him work. Uh, so that was fun, obviously. Forte is my man. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is, was, you know, it's weird. These two kind of the weightiest performances are the two comedians. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this was awesome. This was, uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out, the budget on this was $12 million. I'm trying to figure out what they spent it on. Because uh, it was so scaled down, but uh, yeah, but really, but Bruce Dern has got man, he he commands yeah, quite quote, the. Uh, I'm yeah. sure, like maybe Alexander Payne took 11 million up front or something, but uh, right. well, well worth it because he did he did a masterful job kind of guiding this. It was paced really evenly and well. It was a little long. Yeah, I agree. I could have I could have cut 10 or 15 off of it, sure. uh, but but I can cut 10 or 15 minutes off most movies I see. So, right. uh, but I liked it a lot. Brian, any thoughts on what Richard just said? Yeah, I think uh, you, you hit you hit it quite well. It, it does feel it feels like a play in a in a in a great way. That's not always something that I appreciate no. in a movie, but man, it works really well here. Um, it's just very very simple and straightforward. But that's that's kind of the best way to handle weighty issues, I think, a lot of times. And and they're definitely hitting that hard uh, with you know just 
alcoholism and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and dealing with disappointing parents and all this stuff. I mean, it's just, there's a lot going on here, but um, he, Payne approaches it with kind of like kid gloves almost. It's, man, it's, it's just really strong on that front. Um, I loved, you referenced the scene at the, the open, Kent, but the, <laughs> the scene where they steal the air compressor yeah. and yeah. have to take it back is just, is magnificent. Like that, that, if I was to pick like 10, my, 10 favorite scenes from the year, I think that would find a place. It just felt so like, almost like we've already said the Coens a bunch, but like raising Arizona, like early Coens, yeah. um, just kind of with, yeah. with a little bit less manic energy, I guess. But man, I, I love that scene. I was just dying. And I, I think, I don't know that anybody else in the theater quite appreciated it as much as I did, but I thought that scene was outstanding. It's just so much fun to watch. So no, this was a yeah. this was a, a really this is a strong movie, and I I'm with you guys. I'm with you, Ken. I don't. I think Forte's the lead in this movie, and that's that may end up being an issue come uh, nomination season when the Oscars roll around and whatnot. Because I I mean I think Bruce Dern is going to get an Oscar nomination for this, but I'm not. If I had, I mean, if I had to choose, you, you can only nominate one performance from this movie. I would choose Forte in a heartbeat, and I would put him as the, the lead. Um, so that that could cause some kind of issues, but man, uh, really strong performances and and some just awesome scenes. I like the whole use of the lottery ticket uh, thing that the mail. I guess the I, I, you can't call it a lottery ticket because it's not really a lottery ticket, but I like the use of the the lottery ticket because it gave like a, a reason for the story to keep moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. like like all right, now we have to, like they they show up at these random locations. They're like, all right, now we have to leave. We have to go to Nebraska. You know, it's like uh, kept the right. mo- the story going, which I liked. Uh, but I liked the fact that like he Bruce Stern's character, like it felt like all his character wanted was for people to think he had a million dollars. Or whatever. Like, he's like, all right, I found this, uh, I got this sheet that says I won a million dollars, so I'm going to go to my old hometown and show it to everybody, and they're going to think I, you know, I think I'm a millionaire. And I don't care if I actually get it or not. The fact Mm. that they think I am is all that really matters, you know? They think I am, I I am, basically, you know? So uh, I I enjoyed that, and his realization at the end where uh, he didn't get the money and he didn't really care, because... You know his he resolved his past demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed that and I enjoyed uh, the the thing Forte did for him at the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. He redeemed himself and it was a very very uh, good good tight ending wrap wrapped up nice neat little bow. And I I like I like that. I, I was like, there's no way they're gonna kill off Bruce Stern in this, are they? <laughs> I was like that. There's no way. There's no point in that right now. Like this movie does not have to go that dark at the end. That would have been that would have been not good. But um, no, I agree. I have agree you with seen the, the upcoming Forte movies? I haven't. He's uh he's got a kind of a co lead with Owen Wilson in the new uh, Peter Bogdanovich movie. Oh. Where they kind of both fall in love with uh, Imogen Poots. Um, it looks like kind of a cool, like, Woody Allen type thing. And then he also, it's produced by Wes Anderson and Noah Baumbach, too, which Ooh. is pretty cool. 
Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, the uh, about a, here, I'll read you the plot. The film centers on a hooker-turned-Broadway thespian, Imogen Poots, who f- and follows the recurrent intersection between those two facets of her life. Our Broadway director, Owen Wilson, plays her pays for her escort services despite being married to blah, blah, blah. Receiving the play's writer, Will Forte, falls for her as well. So it looks like it's a love triangle kind of thing with him and Owen, which could be funny. And yeah. then he's got an Elmore Leonard uh, adaptation. Oh, yeah. With, uh, it's called Life of Crime. And that has a pretty cool cast. It's him, Jennifer Aniston, Tim Robbins, Iowa Fisher, most deaf. So, you know, wow. the year Forte continues. It does. Wow. I, I, it's good to see him get good work. Yeah, I noticed he was in the watch. Yeah, he is. I did. I no, didn't see that. That's the definition of bad work. <laughs> let's let's not talk about that part. Hey, Corey and Laughlin both love the watch. I, I've yet to see it though, dude. Man, it's <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. The, the best guys, thing oh. about the watch when I went to see it in theaters, like an idiot, was uh, there's only two. I, I I don't know why I remember this, but there's only two other people in the theater. It was like, you know noon on a Wednesday or something. Two other people in the theater. They were both women in their, I would say, mid to late 60s oh, that no. uh, sat down and they laughed the entire movie. And I, I was just fascinated <laughs> by it because, A, it's not a funny movie at all. And B, what is funny is horribly offensive and trashy. <laughs> and they just, they were rolling. Like, it was the greatest day of their lives. I don't know if they had just escaped from a home or something and just being out was awesome. I don't know, but it was, it was a, it was an interesting experience. Sorry. Real quick. And I know this, this isn't on Nebraska, but we'll do a quick movie news thing here. Have you guys seen the 22 jump street trailer? Yeah. No, it's out. You should watch it. It's awesome. It's, it looks awesome. Sorry. Jonah, the watch where we think it's can't wait. Yeah. It's out. It's a red band too. It does look good. Uh, so, what did um, June Squibb was awesome? I did want to say that. Yes, she was Oscar worthy too. I imagine we'll see her get some kind of. Do you think? Yeah, I don't think. I, think I feel so. like this hasn't been a strong female year. Like Kate Blanchett was great in um, you know Blue Jasmine, but that, yeah. that's all still anyone's talking about as far as yeah, females, she'll walk away with it. I think yeah. Unless Meryl Streep sneaks one in for oh, yeah, uh, Meryl Streep for this that August, I, that'll be a supporting role, maybe though. Yeah, it looks like her. And they're, Julia they're campaigning are, her as the lead, and Julia yeah. Roberts as the support. So okay. there are people that will just look down and see. Yeah, I, Meryl, Meryl Streep was in a movie. Oh, Got it. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. in to a certain extent fine. Uh, but then you also have Amy Adams for American Hustle. Uh, and Jennifer Greta, Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, I think she's supporting. She, she, she she'll be supporting. I'm just and then uh, female strong female performances. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the Golden Globes, kind of a guide. Oh yeah. So you've got the few. Here's a few different people. You've got Emma Thompson for saving Miss Miss Mr. Banks, which could be. Don't rule that out as yeah. the winner for the Oscar. Um, Kate Blanchett, obviously for Blue Jasmine. Um, Judy Dench for that Philomena movie, which I really want to see. Yeah, uh, Kate Winslet in something I've never heard of, Labor Day, and then you've got in the mu- musical or comedy, which obviously for Oscar will be it's a, it, grouped in as Meryl Streep, Julia Louise Dreyfus for Enough Said, yeah. and uh, Amy Amy Adams for American Hustle. So of those six or seven, 
But yeah, June didn't get nominated for the Globe. But you is know, she wow. is she supporting though? Because that I, I mean that's what they'll campaign her for. Yeah, she did actually. She did get, you're right. She got supporting actors. Okay. For, uh, supporting so. actors is usually a pretty wide open field. Yeah, I mean, just historically, which is funny because a supporting actor is like we've talked yeah. about before is like always the tightest. That's funny. Field. This year, it's not really. Yeah. Like, like for supporting actors for Globe, it's Barkdad Abdi, the guy from Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. Daniel Brühl from Rush, Bradley yes. Cooper for American Hustle, Fassbender for Twelve Years a Slave, and Jared Leto. I mean, that's a good five, but it's been a lot better. Fassbender, I mean, it's going to be Fassbender. I'm telling you, yeah, he's taking it this year. To get his Oscar. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. That wouldn't surprise he me. Was, he is way better than any of those people. I thought. Yeah, I'm surprised Jonah Jonah Hill didn't get a nomination because people were really raving about Ooh, him. That's true. Yeah, nobody. See, I don't. I didn't even think it, that the Globes had seen Wolf of Wall yeah. Street when they released. So their Forte list. didn't even get it's a supporting insane. actor. No, no, he's not going to get anything. He won't but get anything. I, yeah, this the worst case small. scenario he's is great. Could, but if this movie was bigger, he would get more notoriety for it. This yeah. movie is so small. Like, I don't know why it's such a small release. The the Descendants was out everywhere. I guess it got the Clooney factor, but uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It but wasn't this, a black this movie white. was strong. I thought. Um, yeah, the black and white does kind of kind of kill a mass audience. Yeah, who are who are the best actor? Okay, I'm there? gonna do comedy and and drama okay. here. And keep in mind, Bruce Dern is not uh, Bruce Dern is in uh, musical or comedy. But here's the ten, and you remember we got to pick five from this for Oscar. Chiwetel, okay. Idris, okay, Tom Hanks, and that's Tom Hanks for Captain Phillips. Okay, McConaughey, Buyers yeah. Club. Robert Redford, all is lost. Yep. And then okay. actor Christian Bale. This is comedy. Tom uh, Bruce Bruce Dern. Uh-huh. Leo. Uh huh. Oscar Isaac. Uh huh. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Oof! Wow. Strong. It's strong. Man, the, the lead actor is is it's loaded. Going to be as tight as it's ever been. Whoever for wins this, this year, year should get two Oscars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. How do you how do you again, pick five from that? How do you pick yeah. five? I don't know. I, I again, I, I, I think it. it's time we we revisit my idea of of taking away Oscars from previous winners that didn't deserve it. So, <laughs> sorry, Dujardine, you. I'm sorry, you you got to give one up. We're gonna sorry, give one Roberto Benini. You don't need your <laughs> yeah, Oscar. Yeah. Can yeah, we just take Oscars from Italian guys and French guys? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, if I'm you fine. never make a movie after that. Then you don't deserve an Oscar. Yeah, we're looking at you, you Monique. Disappear. We're taking your Oscar, Monique. We're giving it to Leo. That's right. Monique. Oh my gosh. Good grief. Oh, where, where, where do we, where do we end up on, on Nebraska guys? I, I, I agree with you, um, Brian. There was a lot of scenery here, but I'm I not saying it. that's a bad thing. Yeah, it reminded it, me of like Ansel Adams or something. Yeah, like, uh, those old black and white like yeah. landscape photos. Sure, I thought it was gorgeous, and I love the long like fades in between scenes. You know, mm-hmm. the long dissolves. I really enjoyed that. This movie had a really timeless feel to it, and I appreciated appreciated the the timelessness of it. I love the poster too. Yeah, yeah, the poster's cool. Bruce Stern's like just profile. You know, mm-hmm. crazy, crazy, awesome. Uh, so this this movie is one of my favorites of the year. I, like I said, um, I really did I really did enjoy enjoy it. Um, it's probably not going to be a, an Oscar um, Best Picture nominee, but it'll probably be a screenplay maybe. 
Uh, Bruce Stern will probably get an arm, like you said. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it this this year is just way too. Alexander Payne may just because of his name, because yeah. he's been nominated before. I mean, I'm looking at Globes, and he's nominated for that. Oh, is he uh, okay. for director? You got Curryon, Greengrass, McQueen, Alexander Payne, and David O. Russell. Quaron, man, this year is just. I completely forget about Gravity too. Like, <laughs> no, gravity a, might just sweep right. everything. Like yeah. we're we're debating like American Hustle and all this. Yeah. Uh, that. I'm so probably deserves it, like Wolf of Wall Street and all that. But it's, it's, Gravity might just be like, "Hey guys, remember me?" and just sweep everything like Argo did, you know? Yeah. Last year. So uh, don't count don't count that out. But you're you're what you're excited for American Hustle? I'm so excited. Yeah, I am too. It it looks legendary. Apparently it is. Apparently it's legendary. But yeah, this is going to be one to. Um, to go back and revisit, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to see this movie again probably in Nebraska. I think it was funny. It's very dry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I really enjoy dry humor and artistic camera angles, and like uh, this movie was very right up my alley. I enjoyed it more than like Dallas Buyers Club or um, Out of the Furnace, any of the other real indie yeah. films we've gotten this year. This was like the way way back to me, uh, but I think I like this a little more. Than the way way back. Nice. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I know you guys really enjoyed the way way back. But where does this rank this year for y'all? Uh, it's probably going to be in my top ten, but I don't even I haven't even started thinking about it yet. I need to see so much more stuff. Yeah. Before the end of the year, but so yeah, it, it's really good. I give it a I give it a well, I'll grade it in a second. But go ahead. Yeah, I I agree. It is it's strong to quite strong as as far as this year. Uh, did you dislike anything about this, um, Richard? No, I mean, it's not a movie that's too, um, you know, I don't know how to put this. It's not a very abrasive movie in any way, I didn't think. The only thing you may not like, people may not like, is the black and white. But this is a hard movie to hate. I mean, people may not love it as much as I did, but I can't see anyone's just like, I hate, you know, yeah. <laughs> aggressively hating Nebraska. I can't really fathom it. Um, so no, there was nothing really too much aside for, like I said, a little bit of the length, but that's just, that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I agree. Link, I, I could cut it down a little bit. I, is that why yeah. you didn't like it as much as the descendants or you just like the descendants? I, you, I think that the descendants is more dynamic of a story. It this is. is a, it is. I, I was much more, I would say I was more involved in the, the lives of, Clooney and his kids in the descendants yeah. than it was with sure. with these. And that's that's not a knock on on this film at all. I mean that that movie won best screenplay. So I mean that's obviously yeah. the story was, was the strength of that film. Um you know, I could do with a little bit less scenery chewing and uh and and cut down on the length a little bit, but you know, those are those are small complaints. I don't I don't think this is gonna end up in my top ten, but it's that's not to say that it's not a strong strong movie at all it's 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 a very it's a very enjoy it's an it's a much more enjoyable movie than i thought it was going to be um and it kind of reminded me of dallas buyers club in that regard because i really thought both of these movies are ones i was going to have to kind of fight through a little bit and a really uh so i was impressed with it it's a it's a fine movie i liked it quite a bit interesting did uh did nebraska get a best picture nomination for golden no. globes no it didn't I don't you believe so. Not even I for comedy? Let me look. 
I, I think uh, it did for comedy, actually. You're probably right. Let me look. <laughs> Get in there. Hold on. It's the very top of the list. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah it did. You're right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So there, there's an accomplishment in itself right there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully it wins. What What else is comedy? Oh, American Hustle is comedy and everything, right? Her, yeah. American Hustle, Her, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, the, man. Which, which I guess is getting the musical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nebraska and Wolf of Wall Street. Wow, what a group of movies right there. Holy crap. That's oh, like wow. a National Film Registry in 10 years. Sign this yeah. up right there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pulp Fiction going in next year to the registry. And Mary Poppins somehow wasn't already in. No. How that happen? Incredible. I did not know that. Yeah, it went in today, and they were like, because of the Saving Mr. Banks movie, they're, they're putting Oh, here's in. the list. Pulp Fiction, The Right Stuff, The Magnificent Seven, Gilda, Roger and Me, Mary Poppins, Forbidden Planet, and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Hmm. Going into Strong. registration Strong list. Here. Now, when does Now You See Me become eligible? Is, <laughs> the, is it like five years after the release, like yeah, the Hall of Fame? When you 2023. Retire? 2023, okay. we'll be doing a podcast right. talking about it. Okay. Yeah, oh, the movie gotta... that spawned 20 sequels <laughs> is now in the film registry. Uh, we've got a we have some listeners that want to come out and and watch the movie in our studio, watch that <laughs> see me with us, and we need to uh, maybe after the first of the year get that done. Yes, yeah. absolutely. RSVP within. She email us. <laughs> uh, anything you guys else want to say about about Nebraska I thought it was um, strong to quite strong great cinematography direction and acting so those are my three usual usual categories that I grade on so strong to quite strong uh, is my grade Um, and I'll give it a solid solid A I enjoyed it it was not not Alexander Payne's best work I think I like sideways and maybe the descendants a little more but um to say third place is, on his movies is still very, very good. So, uh, sure, yeah, that's that's my that's my opinion. So, Brian, uh, go B plus, A minus, something like that. Richard, I'm gonna go A. Solid. Well, we'll see if this one has the strength to uh, hold on for the top ten. I mean, it looks like it's in the top ten now uh, with the Golden Globes. If you take Five, the five dramas and five comedies and put them together. There's your top mm-hmm. ten. Yeah. So we'll see if the Academy feels the same. I think they might because I think this movie will translate very well on a screener or something. You know. Yeah, that's true. So I think uh, it has that going for it. We'll we'll have to see though if it makes a uh, makes it to the end. But I really enjoyed it and uh, thanks for talking about this. Uh, yeah, today, guys. It well, was, we got finally got a chance to see. We got trying for a month. There's only in two theaters. In like the all of all of our uh, Dallas area for like the past month, so we finally finally got around to to get into it. So it was good, yep. and uh, yeah, hopefully Forte, hopefully this is the spark, you know, maybe shut your maybe, butt. <laughs> maybe this is the spark that gets MacGruber two into yeah. theaters. That's what I yeah. mean. First of all, you will never be me. <laughs> I'm gonna fill you up, Brian. <laughs> Let me do the shoot. talking. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot two things, okay? And ripping throats, <laughs> killing you instantly. Gonna want to get a throat rip in here. That's where you come That's in, small fry. In. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think Bruce Dern asked him to do some MacGruber on the set. 
God, I hope so. You know they do between so. takes. You know he does. I, I want you, except for when the camera is rolling, I want you method as MacGruber. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. I, I would just love if he just ripped a throat in the middle of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? How about this, Stacey Keach? Classic MacGruber. Uh, all right, yeah. We've given our grades, guys, so... Um, my son, that's really disgusting. We're going to get him to that, because that's my go-to move. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Brian Gill, we're going to find you online. You can find me on Twitter at bgill12. You can find me, uh, excuse me, you can find my writing at canbabiesdrinkredbull.com. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at mcgroupersuperfan2121. Kent, where might I find you? Find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison. Find our show on the internet at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. And uh, on that note, until next time, we will see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Goodbye for you. Goodbye. Goodbye. I killed everything in my past I can't see that I'm sorry for the things.